Hi, Mark. Hi, Jay. Happy Friday. Two years. Happy Friday. Is Two this years. our anniversary? Is our anniversary. Well, uh, I'm going off the YouTube um, thing. That's where we first posted. Uh, I think the 20th. Yeah, it's not, it's not our anniversary. We're going on, you know, 20 something. Yeah, no, 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 I'm talking, I'm talking the show. <laughs> Happy podcast anniversary, asshole. Like, does that, is does this... that clarify? Thing? Are we going to do this all, are we, we going to do this all show? Yeah, we're really starting right off the bat. It's the terrible Jesus. twos, man. I'm just going to say no to everything. Lord have mercy. Just <laughs> yeah. on my soul. You have a year of um, grief to live through. Fucking <laughs> uh, made it this far. Uh, yeah, so happy uh, podcast anniversary. We've been doing it for two years. And uh, thank you for everyone who's been giving the support. Um, we are kicking off on Rumble, man. We Our numbers are rising and rising and rising. Uh, so thank you for that. We want your money now. So <laughs> we, we are low down, dirty money grabbers. The, 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 the Jew in the back room can be, can be, can be satisfied that we're, we're, we're asking for shekels aggressively. There you go. See, no, no shame. Uh, now that your... we're famous, it, 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 it messes with my head, man. I can't, I can't handle I a thousand you... people listening to our phone calls. I, I take your show notes, <laughs> ignore them, internalize them, <laughs> and I spit them out my way. That's, that's how we roll uh... here. Two bit podcast. So, uh, like subscribe uh, send us your money you can send us your money on rumble you can go uh, over to rumble and uh, send us your money right there directly uh, I'm going to be checking that if you want to send your super chats on rumble I will be reading them out uh, if you took if you look at the if you're watching this on YouTube sorry and you go to our, the top of the comments uh, pinned there uh, is a link to Streamlabs where you can send us your money there and uh, of course you can always go over to uh, what's called uh, Substack and uh, become a member over there. There's many. There's many options, folks. Uh, so uh, please uh, consider it. Because hey, we yeah, uh, we love y'all, and we love doing this, and we will continue doing this. Uh, but we would like to yeah. pay some bills. Yeah. Jason, <laughs> Jason takes on the 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 weight of, of almost everything to do with this show, including the production and a lot of advertising budget and things. So uh, make his life less painful, guys. That's what we can try to do. Should we front load our announcements? Yes. Yeah. All right. You right. want? You want? You want? You no. I, I have to give you the honors. So we we're taking a bit of a hiatus. There's going to be about two weeks without a show because we need a break. Sometimes this is uh, neither well, of our full time gig. Yes, I'm taking a break. I'm taking my first. Break You're going on vacation. Many I'm years. Not going, I'm not going anywhere. I'm. I'm I might. I'm I might call in from the beach. And do a couple of minutes of just you know drunk and gloating. Yeah. I live by a beach, motherfucker. It's not. <laughs> it's, it's really not that scintillating for me. Um, yeah. So Mark's going on vacation for two weeks. We discussed maybe doing. We were thinking, oh, we'll pre-record and stuff. And I, I was like, <laughs> I don't have time to do that. Are you crazy? Um, so yeah, two weeks off. Uh, more or less. I'm going to be doing a show with Adam Patrick, I think, on his channel next week. We're reading out uh, Father Seraphim Rose's book, um, uh, Orthodoxy. Which one is it? Uh, anyways, we're reading, we're reading a, a Father Seraphim Rose book. Uh, I don't know when that's going to come out, though. Um, I don't know if we're going to do it live or what Adam has in, has in mind. So there's that. Um, and I might end up doing a Orthodox roundtable the week after. I, this has. Uh, this is sort of a wizzle wazzle thought. It hasn't really materialized. So we'll see 
if that shows up or not. But um, so there might be content, there might be not. Okay, I meant Anyways. I meant the big one. But when we return, we have some. I'm going to announce something, but not with all the details because I don't want to give us tell us tell people to line up until the week of because things can happen and I don't want to be all like we have these people it's a big deal no see and I disagree 100% get it out there and then they're bound to it okay well <laughs> that's let's, I let's, say do it yeah okay let's do it then um so on May the 12th we will be uh doing our 10th I counted it's number 10 friend or fed uh, it's going to be uh Donald Trump friend or fed Donald and Trump. uh and the uh, guest lineup will be LB Muniz, a uh, friend of the show. Uh, Peter Canones, uh, who will be returning. Thomas777. And Ryan freaking Dawson. It's going to be good, folks. So mark your calendars. If I had this mic to hatch, I would drop it. <laughs> we said this. We said lineup this lineup to discuss a, a better person so we're very excited here and looking forward to uh putting together a blockbuster show for everybody we want to break the internet going to be huge we're going to break the internet and get banned on youtube all at once same day one one shot just one shot uh so please follow us on rubble subscribe (laughs) over to us on rubble if you're watching the show on other mediums uh and uh again give us your money beautiful yeah i'm i'm very excited about it um two-year anniversary so we started this we started this show out of the pandemic uh partly because we were having long weekly conversations during the lockdowns in montreal and uh i had been bugging you for years on and off to do a podcast and you were always kind of begging off uh and that's fair and then you kind of out of the blue said we need to we should record this stuff i'm like yes I, correct me if I'm wrong. Our first couple were were just audio, right? We just yes put up yeah. audio. If you want to, I think they're on YouTube. So if you want to, they are. If you want to uh, do the some excavation, go back, see how how this how we yeah they were pretty rough. We've we've learned a few things, and this is I, what we said. We're gonna just keep at it until we get watchable. I uh, originally we did I, we pre recorded the audio, then I put it on Audible. And I actually went through and scrubbed all the uhs, ups, uh, and and pauses. You know, because I'm a I'm a, an obsessive, cra- crazy person, uh, and so the audio really. It, I got it sounding okay, but it's it's yeah, no, it's pretty bad. But and look at us now, consummate professionals. If you had told me two years ago that we'd have. A show concept like friend or fed that literally destroys things uh destroys the internet and that i'll be talking that i would have a lineup with three of the most prominent dissident right thinkers uh out there at the moment i would i tell you you're crazy uh, i'm like no it's just me and mark just talking bullshit and uh nope 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 pretty cool anyways there you go. That's so, all the vampires. Should, should we start the show at some point? <laughs> yeah, we should start the show. Uh, let's uh, let's start with something. Let's start with something funny, and then we get into the unfunny. 
Tucker, this gender stuff in the schools is out of control. My son came home yesterday. He said, Dad, look what I learned in school. And he proceeded to finger my asshole to completion. I didn't even know trans people were real until that shooting. Climate change is a very real threat. And the Jews control the weather. So I don't know why they're not doing anything about it. I mean, how does a child even have the finger strength to do that? The Daily Wire keeps sending me emails asking me to buy a cup of Abby Shapiro's breast milk. I'm also being indicted by Alvin Bragg, but it's a bullshit charge. He's just attacking me because I have a video of him on my phone putting an entire frozen turkey breast in his mouth and sucking on it like a Jolly Rancher. Meanwhile, Megan McCain's got her foot stuck in a bear trap outside of a Fort Lauderdale Chili's. She's been there for three days. She keeps trying to bite everybody who tries to help her. I took a bath with Nancy Pelosi, and when I hit the lever to drain it, all the water went in her pussy. Listen to me, Tucker. The biggest threats facing America today are globalism, woke culture, all-women podcasts, Nobody wants to hear the inconvenient truth, but here's the fact of the matter, Tucker. Study after study shows that conservative men have diarrhea more often than liberal men, but liberal women have diarrhea more often than conservative women. Inflation, werewolves, black people, you're misunderstanding me. When it shrivels enough, it, it rests on my scrotum and it points straight out. And so if you flip it over, it would be the shape of an igloo, hence upside down igloo. <laughs> the best thing is Tucker's face. <laughs> Congratulations! <laughs> was that was retweeted by Peter Cornelius, uh, friend of the channel. Uh, this is that was unfit statesman at uh, at unfit statements statesman uh, on Twitter. Go follow him. It's uh, that's that's a bit of brilliance. So I showed you that to show you this. Did you see the SNL stuff? You see no, the SNL but, clip but, that's going? Oh, so okay. I'm how do I front load this? I'm getting done with talking about the trans stuff. And the reason I'm getting done with talking about the trans stuff is that I feel Peter Pete Canona has just put out a, a really good Substack article recently where he addresses the 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 doomer pills that we often deal out with this stuff. Where it's showing you and I've been feeling this for a bit, where a lot of conservative uh, posts on Twitter will show you the the drag queen story hour with the kids, you know, the, the, the 13 year old boy doing, you know, stripping uh, or, you know, dancing at a uh, provocatively and stuff. And it's like, that's still out there. Like you're sharing the demon stuff. Uh, you are in, in a sense creating this fear porn. You're, you're involved in it. And I've made the decision this week that I'm not going to give biological dead ends and crazy people my time it's not productive and moreover than that i've also come up with a strategy and and maybe we'll look into this a bit more as we go but what i think is probably more better for us to do is let's say us you know our side the people who are watching the show and and supporting us and giving us giving us their money um they uh what we need to do is just let the intersectionals turn on each other, which I think is starting to happen. We're starting to see it from the, from the feminist movement with the TERFs. Those are the, on the extreme side, and now it's moving into the center as more and more women are like, hey, wait, what's going on here? You're on our turf, and you're taking our turf. Trans is now the, this meta-identity that will, that will take all identities and absolve it into one, right? So... I think you're even starting to see this. I have a great clip of a black pastor, but I was thinking about this with BLM when the black community, especially the, let's say the the race hustlers, right? The, the worst of, the, of that movement, the BLMs, the um, 
uh, and you know those, those notable people mm-hmm. start to start to realize that this trans thing is actually higher on the hierarchy than they are, and it's it's taking their clout. <laughs> so all the money's going there, and all the power's going there, and and it, there won't be any left over for them. As soon it won't be about it, it won't be black trans people. It'll be trans black people, and as soon as you put that T in front of the B, that's your hierarchy. And if you are interested in making your movement solvent, if you're interested in keeping your place in the hierarchy of, of, of intersectionality, you're going to have to do something about that. So my, my suggestion now is just like, let them have what they think they want. This is what you want? Great. More of it. I want, I want more trans people on, on, on boards of directors. I want... Give me more equality. Give me more diversity. Like shove it down people's throats. Like yeah. So so you want leftist accelerationism, basically, absolutely. because it is. Someone, it is. Yeah. I, I I agree in part, but I'm also aware of the the danger, the inherent danger with going that route. Because as I see it, um, all, all of the identity groups were co opted at some point, right, to be pushed into this big movement. But the final stage and what they're after is a red guard. And the red guard is the kids. And the kids are what they're targeting with the trans thing. So I think they will gladly throw the other ones under the bus because they were the useful idiots or whatever you want to call them to get to the final stage, which is an army of of eternally alienated and disenfranchised youth who are willing to, you know, to go to any length basically sure but it's never worked before i'm using using history as a backdrop yeah here's a white pill it's never worked um these uh well yeah but i mean a lot of people a lot of people didn't enjoy the 60s in china no and look i'm not saying look there's there is no there is no uh likely scenario where this doesn't result in a lot of people getting hurt no matter how no matter what tactic, no matter how this plays out in any way, shape, or form, a lot of people are going to get hurt one way or the other. So we have to get rid of that. The other thing we have to look at, let, let go of is that we're, I think a lot of conservatives or people on the right are trying to hold on to this thing that's, it's like, it's like weekend of Bernie's. You're propping up this dead corpse. I'm going, you know, well, we can, you know, if we just get rid of the messaging, uh, Hollywood be fine. No, it's not. No, it's, it was always against you. Like, Oh, if we get oh, if we get these things, if we get the DEI out of uh, out of the institutions, well, it'll be great. No, 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 no. They were always against you. They always hated you. This isn't a new thing. Mm-hmm. It's just it's metaxasized to the point where it's obvious, and it's affecting your life. It, before it was only affecting people overseas or some disp- disp- you know some out group that you weren't part of. Now that you're part of it, and now that you become aware of it, because it's it's directly affecting your life and other and the lives of others around you, yeah. Now it's a thing. Now it's an issue. Well, it always was that. It, they just were maybe better at hiding it. They didn't have the support structure. They didn't have this. They didn't have that. So they were more careful. Now they're just being very obvious about it. It's a, it's the Bud Light thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we'll get to those clips, but because uh, now <laughs> I'm I'm I am eternally chuckling. At the Tim Pools and everyone else, I've my my YouTube timeline, <clears throat> even on Rumble, I should say too, is filled with these now, right? 
Bud Light's tanking. Uh, there's a, oh, there's a lawsuit. Oh my God, they're going they're they they're going to get destroyed. It's like check back and holler at me in about a week and a half when the story is finally when you've said everything you can, you've burnt yourself out. A new shiny thing comes up, right? And everyone gets distracted and goes away, and then Pride Month happens. And I, and I and and uh, and Bush Eisenhower uh, uh, what was it uh, and Eisenhower Bush that's it um, and Bud Light make billions of dollars all throughout Pride and they're fine and if and if they want to drop D- Dylan Mulvaney after that they just quietly do it mm-hmm. you know well we'll see I want to do I want to do a red book because I know we got some pushback on our last episode about that but your opinion which I'm I I think I'm on your side again I'm, I'm reserving some judgment until we go through it but. We'll see. I want to check back Let's, in six months and see where their stock is at. Oh, we can check back in August. We don't have to wait six months. Five, we'll wait till the end of the quarter. Months. We'll wait. We'll wait. In, <laughs> we'll wait in the quarter. We'll, 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 we'll wait to the end of the quarter. Yeah. Um. And then, uh, and then we'll see, right? And I, I I'm, I'm willing to be wrong. I'll put that. I hope there, you're wrong, right? but I, I have a feeling that you are onto something. Just saying. Anyways, uh, let's do the. Uh, so I, I showed you the funny. To show you this thing, this <laughs> is um, terrible. Oh God, you have no idea. <laughs> if you haven't seen this yet, you have no idea. This is um, SNL's. I don't know what this person's. You name. don't. You don't send me um, your clips, so I get to be surprised with everything. I know because I don't. I don't figure my clips out until like last freaking minute. Um, so uh, here is SNL's first non-binary. Oh, okay. You see this pudding? It's, uh, I don't, we're not going to do the whole thing, I don't think. I think the last is like 30 seconds sums it up. So, God, so just remember, folks, that Tucker, that, 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 the thing we led with was, was, that's funny. I laughed. I, I've watched that thing about six or seven times now. I still chuckle. This is not funny for far too long and I'm starting to feel like a freaking Republican lawmaker. Hello! That's an awesome transition. So, as of this week, <laughs> there are now over 14 states that have passed bills restricting health care for trans kids. Listen to that, Michael. Yeah. Restricting health care for kids. For some reason, there's... She... Sorry, is she on a wire? Like, is that wires yeah, holding I, I, up I, her arm? She must have descended from the ceiling. I don't okay, know. I don't. I it thought it was. Like, I thought it was like, man, their production values really got like bad. I can see the microphones hanging in front of them. I was like, wait, no, no, she's attached to that. All right, let's assume ain't got no strings on me. It's Pinocchio, mm-hmm. actually. It's 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 trans Pinocchio. Okay, I've never seen a white person who needed a tan more than this person. This is like this is disgusting. It it looks like tapioca. There's something about the word trans that makes people forget the word kids. If you don't care about trans kids' lives, it means you don't care about freaking kids' lives. I don't know what to see. Applause, the the roaring. Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah. I I don't know what disgusts me more. Um, Leftists retreating to the kids or just leftists. Like, (laughs) looking at this thing is pretty disgusting. Hearing her talk about defending kids... What you know, you do, she doesn't give a shit about. She doesn't give a shit about the kids. Mm-hmm. Come on, this thing, this thing's never going to have kids. This thing's never going to have kids. It's it, she's a, it is a, and I'm I'm going to just use it. It's a biological dead end. 
it's a definition of biological dead end. Unloved, unwanted, barren. Like, oh, there's, I don't even, it, it's, I, I think I would, it's, uh, right. They're just, sorry, going, they're hard just to, going hard to the paint this Friday, folks. I'm just <laughs> feeling a little spicy. <laughs> Like, where do you start with that if you don't care about trans kids' lives? I, I'm sorry, did I miss people calling for trans kids' deaths? Because I haven't, I, I'm that's kind of from, I just, you know, cursorily glance at the internet from time to time. Well, but I haven't Mark, seen Mark, that. If, if you don't, if you outlaw transition, if you outlaw chemical castration and transition, which is the only, which is the only cure, right? This is the only mm -hmm. allowable mm -hmm. procedure allowed, possibly. Uh, to address trans, uh, uh, transgenderism. Uh, if you don't allow that in your state, you are effectively killing trans people because they can't be they can't be themselves. Right. It's, it's such sophistry. It's beyond like the fact that it, I, you know it's just a team game. It's us versus them because there's zero attempt to be intellectually honest at all. It's 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 everything is 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 uh, Orwellian speak terms couched in terms because. It not not affirming their thought pattern is then canceling their existence because they exist in their idea. And if you won't let their idea flourish, then you have killed that idea and they are the idea. And just whatever you do, don't ask, like, what does that mean? Because nope. then that's the end of the argument. Because obviously saying that, I, saying that kids can't consent to... Um, body mutilation and sterilization mm -hmm. through hormones is killing them right that's a valid argument that's, that's really nuanced and thoughtful here's the here's <sighs> the thing too right uh and i i know i started this program saying we're not going to talk about this is the last program we're talking about <laughs> every week no, we're talking like, about, i know sorry uh, but the, honestly this is the last one um because i think after this i've i've said everything like there's no there's nothing left to say right and I know I have a, an idea who our general audience is uh, or who keeps coming back for more. Hi, Mike, by the way. Um, and whatever. Uh, it's, dead, it's, beating, it's beating a dead horse. Uh, where was I going with this? So none of these people are going to take any responsibility for children who end up taking purity blockers or mutilating their bodies and then have regrets afterwards. And there, there was just a case in, in Canada. Uh, I think it was Canada. Um, where a uh, female to male transition um, it chose chose euthanasia because they, have, they had a botched surgery and it, it turns them into their their quote a monster, and so they chose to have uh, medically assisted suicide. Yeah. Do we take do, do does this thing does tapioca take any uh, responsibility for that? Of course not. No. Of course not. That's why it doesn't factor in. Yeah, that's why I'm all on board with just open up the statute of limitations to forever. Mm -hmm. And the people who can be sued as anyone who publicly displayed encouragement for it. Right, there you go. Literally just, anybody. Just 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 make people respond. Like, you endorse this? Great. Sign a piece of paper. Mm -hmm. Put your name on it. And be open to forever. These kids come back and say, Maybe that wasn't the best way to deal with puberty. Okay, let's, and social let's awkwardness of, of, of being a teenager. Let's do a little bit more of this because uh, I, do you have a heart out? No, not really. I know we're going okay. long. Right? 
I can tell you're really upset about that. I am. Oh. And also, my legs are going numb and I might pass out. Oh, well, Molly, how long were you hanging up there? Longer than I would have liked. Uh, I tried to call down, but no one could hear me. You know, at one point, I heard a crew guy say, is she going to die up there? And then another guy was like, you mean, are they going to die up there? <laughs> and then they both walked away and didn't help. <laughs> which feels a lot like how trans people are being treated right now. But don't worry, we have a code word for emergencies, and it was trans rights. Oh, my gosh! Good golly! Oh. Okay, I can't anymore. That's whatever. It goes on. It's humor. It's hilarious. Confetti. Confetti, Mark. That's funny. That's the, that's the new applause sign. To just, you know, fucking blow shit up. Hey, listen, let, let, let Saturday Night Live commit suicide. But it's become, it's, it's church now. Church is uh, kind of boring sometimes. Sorry. Here's, some, here's something that, that leads leads into our uh, our big topic of the day, which is going to be talking about um, uh, sort of media prostitution and uh, blue check marks. But so this is the whole, you know, you, you think about this and go, okay, what okay, what's being passed? Everyone's over, you know, everyone's reacting to what's going on in Florida and and, uh, and Tennessee and a few other states. What's the big deal, right? Uh, are they are they honestly rounding up trans people and uh, putting them on boxcars or what's going on? Really, <laughs> the ma the major bill that passed in Florida recently is that the Florida State's Committee has unanimously passed a bill that would give the death penalty to those who commit sexual crimes against children. I think, as a general statement of humanity, that's. At least, if you're going to have a death penalty, that's the one you have it for. Like, I, 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 that should be a no-brainer, right? That complete, total, hundred percent across the board. Yes, good, good job, right? Of course, this, so Hugo the Pink Cat on Twitter says, "If you're queer and in Florida, I seriously, emphatically suggest to get the fuck out of there as soon as you can. They're totally going to use this to murder queer people, people for existing in public. You know how." <laughs> You know how back in the day, um, queers were always like, "Don't equate homosexuality with child abuse, because that's that's unfair." Even though we have tons of cases of child abuse, especially in the gay community. You know, when Milo came out and talked about being abused by at twelve years old, and um, and said, "Hey, you know, a lot of a lot of gay guys have this have that experience. It's it's pretty common, right?" And everyone's like, oh, "How dare you!" Oh, right. Mm -hmm. Flash forward a few years. And the allies are doing the work for us. They're equating this stuff. It's like, look, if 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 homosexuality does not, in any sense, equal child molestation at all ever, then this shouldn't this shouldn't bother you. Yeah. Why are you equating you. the two if they're not related? Right. And again, I don't want to make baseless claims, but I do have my theories about that because I think I think it's a it's a pretty safe thing to say that amongst most adolescents, there is a degree of experimentation kind of across sure. the board that just happens it's natural um the problem is when adults get involved and then try to justify their involvement and i think that um in a, a adult versus child same sex type situation that can lead to um an association with that type of behavior and proclivities down the road and i think it might 
almost be that simple. Obviously, there's probably a lot more to it, but it seems Buck to be Johnson. the emerging pattern. Buck Johnson just had a great episode, and I forget the guy, the gentleman's name, um, but he's homosexual or was a homosexual. Is has now formed the Orthodox Church, has now uh, become celibate. But he details his his experiences and that he how he was abused as a child, um, and his theories about this. and And it's a great episode. I've uh, I'll try to find it before the show's over. But go check out Counterflow. Uh, it's our it's our recommendation of the week. Buck Johnson, friend of the show. Um, uh, I I give money to Buck. I think you should too. And <laughs> he's Counterflow is like next level. It's it's next level stuff. I will listen to it every week so again, and so more of these tweets. Uh, you know, this is the beginning of the queer genocide. If they consider it being, if if they consider being in public as a drag queen or trans, a sexual crime against children, which of course this bill doesn't say anything about that. It's you know sexual crimes. I guess that, I guess the the idea is that, um, the wording of the of the of the tweet that they're all responding to, isn't very exact. It's it's kind of vague. What is what are sexual crimes? Um, right. I mean, obviously, you're going to get into because my thing would be pretty simple: um, sharp objects and genitals. That should be well, off the table. But then you get into a certain um, traditional thing that's been going on for a while that causes uh, conflation, whether or not it's necessary. That's a whole. Here's. Here's someone who got into the meat of the bill. There's a clause in this bill that covers people who injure the sexual organs of minors, which is legitimately something transphobes have said my doctor would have said my doctors were doing by prescribing testosterone. The fact that I was 19 at the time didn't stop them from claiming I was too young to consent. Which I mean, I don't know if that's true, but but okay. So apparently, within within the clause, it's like a death penalty for people who are starting to mutilate children. Um. Yeah, so just because you did it with drugs means it's not. I mean, I, I I'm on board. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if if it, you're prescribing drugs that cause a permanent damage to any organ of a child for a non-provably med- medically beneficial thing, I mean, I tweeted about this a while ago. It's been number one pet peeve. Obviously, I can't stand the FDA, all the regulatory agencies, but even under the bullshit that they're supposed to be there to do, which is like make sure snake oil and poisonous things and detrimental things aren't hitting the market right if you go and try and market a uh, a cancer drug or a cancer thing and you say this you market it as this is this will cure cancer or treat cancer and all it is is natural vitamins sunshine healthy things that isn't proven through whatever you know actually uh, proper clinical studies that they have they will take you off the market and sue your ass but then you can go as a gender affirming care specialist under all these, there's tons of them, these medical associations that are promoting and conducting this stuff and making fucking bank off it. It's, it's like $1.5 million over the lifetime for every kid that's pawned to this permanent road where you're going to need hormones treatments forever. Once you start, like, it's not like it's a one-time deal. This is uh, this is crack. This is the first one's on us. And now you're a lifetime customer. Where's the FDA approval? Where's the show me that what you're proposing as a cure for the ailment of, which is you know what I think is basically just childhood insecurity. What kid wasn't uncomfortable? I didn't feel comfortable in my skin until my mid twenties, and look how I and turned you were, out. And, and you're and you're a good looking one. <laughs> that, that took some time. 
I had, you, I had about yeah, a 15 I mean, year awkward phase. So <laughs> yeah, but I mean, can you imagine? Can you imagine uh, putting there? Uh, yeah, like that right. Some people are just some people are born ugly, and you can see them as children. You're like, whoa, geez. right? And you're going to them, and you're saying, okay, well, here's the cure for all your bad feelings: is that you were born in the wrong body, and let's just chop it up. How can you do that? And and we're supposed to be our gatekeepers for medical procedures, just blind eye like okay there's no evidence of this at all and i know it's been said but for anyone that doesn't know most of europe who started this stuff they're they've backed off because the lawsuits started coming and mm -hmm. they actually did some like studies <laughs> hey let's look at what, what what is the effectiveness of this treatment are people coming back with bad outcomes well, and this is we're getting and this is, our asses sued into the ground. Okay, maybe we should stop recommending something that has it, it, there's no evidence is effective whatsoever and is really, 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 really detrimental to the majority of people. I mean, this is remember how this started. This started at least in North America, this started with, with trans bathroom rights mm -hmm. under Obama, and now it's turned into we can take your children away if you do not affirm their gender. And do and and in many states, what they're proposing, if you know, people are wondering what why this backlash is. Everyone reacts to these backlashes, uh, or you know, in places like Florida and, and other places where it seems like it's dropping out of the air. Oh, they're just fascists and they just hate people. It's like no, no. The other thing that um, is happening is that in other states, they're saying we can remove your children from your home mm -hmm. if you don't affirm their gender. Or that, you know, they're doing or, that in Canada. Yeah. I mean, that was that's yeah. five year old precedent here. It's. You know where you know, and you where it started with Canada. Remember the remember the the original debate was with that little native girl who uh, was refusing cancer treatment uh, and wanted to use more traditional native methods to treat her leukemia. I believe it was, and there was a big mm. a big debate. Well, they've done that with with Christian scientists, I think, for a long time too, with because they would refuse certain treatments. But right. I think there's a difference between refusing a treatment and forcing a treatment. Right? This is the state actually stepping in and say we're going to force a treatment on your child. I mean, I guess no. It's, it's it's very similar. Very similar. It's it, it's all coming. It's 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 amazing to me how it all boils down to Bill C sixteen and Jordan Peterson's first uh, "I am Spartacus" kind of moment, where and I remember very distinctly when that happened, and I remember very very distinctly because I was still very much on the left, having arguments with uh, people who I followed and interacted with at, at that time, who were just saying it's just two words. What, what's the big deal? It's just right. two words. Yeah. No, it's, the, like, it's, it's, I mean, the overlap here between this and the vaccine debate, right? Where it's like, well, it's a social contract. You have to go and do it. It's like, prove the efficacy, then get there and we can start having the discussion. But you're coming to me with something that wasn't even tested for efficacy mm -hmm. and saying that not being able to not even just have access to it, but force it on people with no, no evidence that it does the things we're not allowed to say it doesn't do on YouTube. Here's a good um, here's a good little uh, uh, result in all this though, because Florida passing these bills, uh, the gay pride parade in Florida has been canceled, so no Bud Light sales in Florida. <laughs> I think it's how do they do leading. that? I don't know. That's well, that's just, that's the, that's what it says here. Um, here we go. Yeah, no, um, no more gay pride in Florida. Where uh, the, the, Florida, the Florida state gay, or one in one yeah. place? Florida gay pride. Uh, parade canceled after anti-drag show law passes. So I guess oh, you mean they're going to wear? They were going to make them wear pants. 
what's a parade with pants on <laughs> come on that's crazy talk <laughs> imagine if they just did that just just have like um uh, like a public order decency law like no have your parade but you you have to wear clothes yeah no it, here here's our, our here's our uh our dress code for all parades going forward all right look <laughs> everyone else obeys by them uh, the, you know <laughs> Lord, is it? It's, it's 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 a democracy like you know yeah, uh, this go. is a great clip. This is what I've been I've watched this one many times. So this is getting back to what I remember when I said that what we need to do is step back and let the intersectionals deal with each other. Uh, now I'm not saying that this this pastor uh, is part of that whole scene. I would assume he isn't. I believe this is about is this feels Baptist. I don't know what it is. Uh, I don't know who this guy is, but uh, I like him. There's something else. This is your hallelujah moment of the, of the week, folks. I'm not supposed to say, ain't but two genders. Two genders. Ain't nothing but men and women. And I can already see WRL out there. They got their licking their pencils right now. Trying to write fierce as they can. Get every word in this here. Get every word in this. You can go to the doctor and get cut up. You can go down to the dress shop and get made up. You can go down there and get drugged up. But at the end of the day, you were just a drugged up, dressed up, made up, cut up, man or woman. You ain't changed what God put in you, that DNA. You can't transcend God's creation. I don't care how hard you try. The transgender movement in this country, if there's a movement in this country that is demonic and that is full of anti the spirit of antichrist, it is the transgender movement. It's time for grown-ups and time for Christians to start standing up and being unafraid to tell the truth. Come after me if you want to. I don't care. You want my head? Here it is right here. Come on, come get it. I don't care because it's time for us to stand up. Now I'm not afraid to stand up and tell the truth about that issue. They're dragging our kids down into the pit of hell, trying to teach them that mess in our schools. Tell you like this, that ain't got no place at no school. Two plus two don't equal transgender. It equals four. We need to get back to teaching them how to read instead of teaching them how to go to hell. <laughs> I love it so much. It's our new based blacks segment. Motherfuck, I love that so much. <laughs> Lord, Lord okay, that was, good, yeah. that was a good clip of the day. Clip of the day. You got it. You got it. Clip of the day. Um, so that that brings me back to my my ubiquitous James Lindsay plug for, of the week. Um, there was an episode I think it was put out this week, which is great because he really delves into the how this is just a. I love I I love that you that you still shine his shoes, man. I I, 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 I he does the work. And uh, I appreciate that. He does work. A, he does a, a work. He, he, he still does a work. A work. Yes. Okay. He's yeah. not, again, he's not Jesus. He doesn't get the whole thing. He's got his, his own war against the, the Christian nationalist trad guys. He's, he's holding up the banner for Hitchens and these, these other folks that have passed on, I think in some sense, but he does a, a good job of excavation. 
And in there, it's like, of course, it's James Lindsay. So it's like two and a half hours long. And I don't remember the name, the title of the episode. But when he goes and explains this is this is a philosophy that's ancient. It goes back to the, the feeling and you can really see it of of God being what they call the demiurge, which is the thing that trapped you here against your will, forced you into this life without your consent. And your goal is to eat of the tree of the fruit of the knowledge of good and evil. Eat of the fruit of the tree of the knowledge of good and oh god damn it. <laughs> eat the fruit and become and become a god. And the, the god in Jason, this is hard enough with hard enough without the mockery, all right? You eat the fruit, you gain the knowledge. And you become a god, and you transcend this 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 human coil, and this is what they're doing is is it's humanism, and and uh, it's funny, you know, being raised or sold to humanism as evil was never explained to me what it is, and this is who's in charge. You are not God. Your goal is to overcome God, become like Him, and the God in this religion is the man, the the perfected human at the end of history looks back and judges whether or not you're on the right side of it, and the, so there's a there's a there's a flow to it, and despite Jason's mockery. There's some sense to it. Sometimes you hit me in the funny. I don't know. It's, <laughs> you, 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 you speaking French gets me. Gets I don't, out of don't me. ask me. I just, not just you. Not just you. Um, I, I don't know why that hit, that, that made me laugh that much. I, it's, it's the beer. Um, let's get to the meat of the show. Uh, thank you for everyone who's who's watching. Please like, subscribe, share it out. We have two uh, hey. subscription. We have two ways to send us money right now. Go to the top of the link if you're watching on YouTube. You can click on the Streamlabs link and send us some cash that way. Uh, or you can go over to Rumble and you can live uh, give us money live on that show. And uh, yeah, help us pay some bills. We also, I mean, I support lots of other creators. Uh, that's where your money will also go to. So know that it's going to, to good places. It's a, it's a scythe. It's, it's, you know, you're, you're scything for the, for the poor. And that's that's... <laughs> That's us. Um, okay. Because first, first, before we get into this, I wanted to, yes. I don't have a clip or anything, but if, if anyone's paying attention, I'm sure you've heard of the Fox News Dominion voting machines lawsuit settlement, 700 and something million dollars that Fox owes to Dominion. I want your opinions and comments because I have a feeling that a, if, if anyone remembers 2020, they would remember Fox throwing Trump under the bus real quick. I think they were one of the first to call of several states in favor of Biden when it was still up in the air. And they should have been the ones protesting, you know, screaming at the top of their lungs saying, why did we stop the count? Things like that. Um, I think this Dominion thing is uh, a setup. I think they're working in league to dissuade anyone from looking into it. Fox lied. Dominion sued them. Dominion's proven right squash it thoughts oh i mean look <laughs> this speaks to the i've been saying this in various ways on the show many many times it's it speaks we, we're not going to ai on this show but it, it's you know new things about ai come out there was oh there was a, a clip i heard i don't know where it was um where they're trying to tell you <laughs> That the this AI being developed by these Indian developers just learned Bangladeshi out of nowhere. It wasn't programmed to learn Bangladeshi. It just started. It just started to speak 
in Bangladeshi. And of course, the guy who's talking about it is talking like this. He's from from India. He's probably a Bangladeshi speaker. And all I could think of was bullshit. Like, that's such obvious bullshit. I don't even know where to start. Like, okay, let's just, we can play two scenarios. Here's two, here's two likely scenarios. One, um, you left the mics on in the room in an Indian development uh, studio and they're all speaking Bangladeshi and the computer's just, you know, all the, all the, all the live mics are on all your cell phones, everything that's connected to the AIs on and it's just learning it and going, Oh, okay. You know, here I can, I can, I can decipher that. Or what's more, even more likely is you programmed it and you're lying. <laughs> you know why you're lying? Cause you're going to, cause this is the story you, you tell it at, at the, uh, at the little cocktail parties where you go on glad hand and get, and get funding for your fucking AI project. Cause yeah, you're a Look, I can't stress this enough. We've just survived the last three years of realizing that every single institution that you thought was real and that you thought there was some integrity that you could trust in lies to you. It li- they are corrupted and they will lie to you about the fucking flu in order to get funding. That's the truth. It, and you go, well, what about this? No, 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 them too. All of it, all of it. Okay, mm-hmm. Tucker Carlson. I know that a lot of people. We did, we did a friend or fed on him, and we said we said nice things about Tucker. But here's the thing, right? He's part of it too. It, it, all of it is either is is either controlled opposition or a direct psyop. Uh, I just tweeted this out. I just I had a, a light bulb moment, right? You have this. Um, who is it? Uh, the new Kennedy, who's running, who's saying he's going to run for president, Robert right? Jr. Robert Jr. Right. I just had a I had a click moment where remember when Tucker came out and was talking about the JFK assassination out of nowhere and mm-hmm. it seemed a little bit, I I almost said this seems odd why are you talking about this now right why are you letting this out now and then you have a few months later you have Robert uh, Robert Kennedy running and you're like oh and he's and he's talking about dismantling the CIA because our because my 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 family's associations oh you're mm-hmm. priming the pump. Like mm-hmm. you are leading us, I wouldn't be. I would not be surprised if Robert Robert Kennedy is your is the next president of the United States because he's going to be put in there. And this is and this has been the prime. This mm-hmm. is how you get you you yeah. You I mean, get, you, you couldn't get better controlled opposition, right? Yeah. To have him be the guy speaking out, have uh, Fauci take the fall, and uh, you know, if, I don't know, I don't know where he is. I like his stance on a lot of things. I don't know where he is on nationalism, corporatism. Um, f- finance, any of these things. I know that he's good on, he was an environmental lawyer, as far as I know, which is, you know, dubious. And uh, I think he's good. The Children's Health Defense is a great organization. I like everything he's done there. I like that he's pushing for vaccine safety and and kind of breaking the paradigm in, in that aspect. But who knows what he's on board with? I mean, this could be, he's uh, uh, Trump-ish. Again, I don't want to, I don't want to, uh, jump the gun on my with my trumpisms until we get to the friend or fed but yeah um very likely at the same time i would prefer that kind of if we could get back to a relatively sane everything him versus biden i think probably lesser evil no won't because the regime behind it is the same regime Mm -hmm. if the regime okay look this is this is Bud Light thing. I didn't do the Bud Light. We're going to get into your stuff, but I didn't do the uh, the raw raw Bud Light. Uh, it's been overdone. It's been overdone a little bit, anyways. You know, Bud Light does the 
uh, says they're, they're partnering to, to, with Dylan Mulvaney. Everyone loses their mind. Then they release this sort of Americana with you know with a, with a fucking horse ad. Like a week, like a week later, and everyone's like, "Oh, this is a response." Like they had this in the can, motherfucker. This was part of the plan. This isn't a response. Mm-hmm. You know, the only thing I, I'll, I'll, I've heard some people think that this is just in the vault, right? They had this one in the vault. They hadn't used this ad campaign, and they're putting this out as as a way to save face. Maybe, possibly, yeah, possibly. I I I would likely believe that the the, the CEO of uh, Anheuser Busch. Was X is XCIA, uh, and he knows exactly what the fuck he's doing. This is part of the plan. They're getting you on both ends because they don't care about you. They don't care about the beer. It's, it's, it's very. Possible. It's not about I the mean, beer. At the same time, I'm like, or they're just you know normal people who aren't paying attention, aren't paying attention, made a mistake. Either one is L- is no, likely. no. The lower down, the lower down guys. If this was just a, if this honestly was some independent company. Right, some low level, some like you know mid sized company who did this, and it wasn't in line with anything else. They just they just thought virtue signal, and it, it crashed down on them. That I would believe. Well, and this is why this is why I'm going to push back on you. Was just because of the way it happened, where it wasn't like a, it wasn't a national campaign. This was a, it was a lower down who did a bunch of stuff and this well, was one the, of the, the things it was a, like, no no it was the vp of, of the vp of of, of budweiser right. okay yeah but it was yeah, as far as i know again. lower down i mean come on like <laughs> yeah. okay sorry Fine. third in line like <laughs> oh, yeah. no right, no right. i'm i'm saying that none none of these decisions if you thought that the vp of budweiser just woke up one day and was like oh don't Mulvaney, that's a great idea and had no discussion with the ceo or anyone else above him is bullshit that's not how corporations work if you thought that they just pumped out an ad campaign the week after without having a pre-thought on this, just like, oh, we'll just throw we'll throw this out. That's not how corporations work. They're big and giant. They have yeah. Anheuser-Busch represents 360 different brands, alcoholic brands in globally. That's not a that's not a uh, a quick response company. That's not how that shit works. It doesn't. So this is a coordinated idea. This is a plan. And, they, and they're executing the plan. You know why? Because they don't care about you or the beer. It's ESG. It's investment. Mm-hmm. They're, they're under an umbrella. We, we covered this in the last show. They were going to face a 25% fine if their ESG score went over a certain margin. So this is their protection against that, paying that fine. That's what this is. They lose a market share. Gives a shit. They're, they're going to gain it back. Mm-hmm. They're not yeah, worried. They have like 360 it. fucking brands. Look, they could discontinue Bud Light tomorrow. And, this, and the whole goddamn thing rolls on. Oh, I oh, don't. Oh, oh, fuck Bud Light. I'm going to drink my Corona. You're buying, you're, you're paying them. <laughs> like I said, I, I was I was boycotting them while drinking Stella Artois, and I had no idea because I'm yeah. fancy like that. All right. Uh, so, so, this, so can we? It's, we only, have, it's only been 50 minutes. Guy, I'm just I'm, I'm going to give this guy what he what he wants uh, over on Rumble. Be noxious is just is, is being a, being a fucking fag uh, in uh, in. Uh, in the in the chat so there you go be noxious there you, you you got my attention you got your little note uh you're a fucking fag and and continue being faggot continue your faggotry on in the do chat I, are you telling me uh, I have, do i have to sign into rumble comments because i have no idea what's going on yep all right oh yeah okay. uh, don't worry i got it all right. um but please be noxious uh continue your faggotry it's uh it's lame and 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 stupid but continue it's it's fine uh yeah, yeah that's don't that's, feed the trolls jay no no that you, you that's that's my biscuit there you go here's <laughs> your crumb i'm going to continue ignoring you now so okay let's get to so yeah this was the 
I mean, we'll lead in with something I'm sure everybody saw, but I've been enjoying Twitter since uh, a lot of the things that Elon's been doing because I hate the media and it appears that he does too. You don't like or or hate. And um, this, this interview is for anyone that hasn't seen it. It's a great example of why you should hate the media because they are dirty, dirty prostitutes. And this is, this is one example of such you don't like you ready yeah go or or hateful what do you mean to describe a hateful thing yeah i mean you know just content that will solicit a a reaction something that may include something that is slightly racist or slightly sexist those kinds of those kinds of things so you think if something is slightly sexist it should be banned I, no, is that I'm what not, you're saying? I'm not saying anything. I'm well, saying. I'm just curious. What you, I'm, I'm trying to understand what you mean by hateful con- content. And I'm asking for specific examples. Um, and if, and you just said that if something is slightly sexist, that's hateful content. And does that mean that it should be banned? Well, you've asked me. You've asked me whether my feed, whether it's got less or more. It, I'd say it's got slightly more. That's what I'm asking for examples. Can, right. you, can you name one example? I, I honestly don't need. I, I, honestly, you I don't can't need, name I, a single example. I'll tell you why. Because I don't actually use that for you feed anymore. Because I, I just don't particularly like it. But you said actually, you, a lot of people. A lot of people are quite similar. I, I, I only. Well, I only well, look well at hang my, on a second. You said you've following. seen more hateful content, but you can't name a single example. Not even one. I'm not sure I've used that feed for the last three or four weeks. And I. <laughs> well, then how did you see the hateful content? <laughs> I'm sorry. I've I've seen this clip a million times now. Me too. It's. I, I love the stuttering, like, oh, you just stepped in it, didn't you? Like, oh, I haven't <laughs> no, it's it. like, oh, shit, you asked me a question back. Did you, did you just ask me to verify a statement I just made? Oh, my God, you I wasn't prepared be, for that. <laughs> you want me to be uh, factual? Like, like this is, this, uh, I'm, I'm a journalist, sir. I don't have to prove my facts and figures. Like, I, I just state things, and it's, it's, it's just obvious, obviously. Yeah, I've only ever interviewed friendlies before. And the best is the, the listen for the autism in Elon's voice when he goes, you just lied. <laughs> it's coming <laughs> up right here. And then we can cut the clip after that. Because yeah. I've, been, I've, been I've been using Twitter since you've taken it over for the last six months. Okay, so then you must have at some point seen the you, for you hateful content. I'm asking for one example. Right. And and I, you can't I, give a single I, one. And, and, and I'm saying... I'm, I, then I, I say, sir, that you don't know what you're talking about. Really? Yes, because you can't give me a single example of hateful con- content, not even one tweet, and yet you claimed that the hateful content was high. Well, that's a false. No, what I claimed- You just lied. What, no, no, what I claimed was, uh, there are <laughs> just, many- Just the way he says it, I don't know what it is about it, but I love it, because you can tell he just like figured it out and then said it in, in real time. It's uh, <laughs> cute. Um, so anyways, so in, in Elon's war against the media, the next thing I'm sure everyone is aware of, what he has started to do is tag government-funded media as government-funded media. Would you think, should I don't know any reason for that to garner opposition at all because they operate under the guise of um, journalism, right? Which is telling the truth about stuff so you'd think disclosure would be part of the business model um but as their actions have shown that is not the case um (laughs) npr threw a hissy fit and left twitter because Mm -hmm. 
that's you know obviously why would why would a why would a whatever why would a publicly funded organization whose goal is to inform the public about the way things work and hold truth to power why would they want anyone knowing that they're publicly funded ridiculous so if anyone is is i'm going to be a little bit canada centric in this segment but it's it's a it's a global conversation so just because my examples are from what's going on here doesn't mean this isn't happening other places obviously in the uk you have bbc in australia you've got abc in canada we have the cbc which is the canadian broadcasting corporation this is they have all kinds of they couch it in a lot of things they say well it's a crown corporation which means like it's it's independently owned but it's funded by the government but the government doesn't have editorial control regardless their funding comes from the taxpayer and then as anyone with any amount of sense would know when your funding comes from one place and something something like publicly funding things becomes a political topic like in, in Canada very much like the US we have our one party on the right one party on the left and a bunch of other parties that don't matter one party really likes funding this stuff and the other party wants to defund it so just by its existence the publicly funded company known as the Canadian Broadcasting Corporation CBC is going to become a political entity because it would like to continue to exist they got tagged with government funded, which is the fact, and proceeded to throw a hissy fit just like NPR. And we have some clips. There's a there's one of my favorite journalists in Canada is a is a woman who used to work for another one. So yeah, in Canada it's even worse because we don't just have the CBC. We have about five big ones: CTV, Global, a few smaller ones. But basically, in the past since 2015 trudeau started just paying the media because they are all now they're important and because of people like ourselves information available online independent journalism the only sort of bigger one that people might know is rebel news rebel news is actually self-funded almost every other media in canada to some degree or not is subsidized by the government CBC, it's it's almost their entire budget, but everyone else gets enough to stay afloat because they can't compete in the free market because they were terrible to begin with. Now they rely on their government subsidies and they're all corrupt. So our media landscape is absolute garbage here. And so it's funny because they've all started to come to CBC's defense. There's a girl named Rachel Gilmore who's so terrible she couldn't even be employed with the subsidies. She's now unemployed, working as an online journalist. Quotations. I don't know if you, I don't know if you saw my tweet with her recently, where she was like complaining about paying the eight dollars for for Twitter verification. <laughs> yeah, it's because you're unemployed. I was, sorry, and I was and I was like, well, you could just write it off as a business expense. Oh, right. So, play the clip, please. What do we say when we want things? I'm treating you like my two year old. Conservative leader Pierre Polyev just called CBC News, which okay. Uh, before we get into this, she's on the she's on the thumbnail of our of our Rumble stream. By the way, was it with her eyes? Like I was watching these clips the other day, uh, yesterday, I guess, last night, whatever. Um, this morning for you, I don't know. And is one of the seriously biggest wait. Let me get, let me. What's with that? Yeah, what's with that gap? I, I I don't know. There's many things here. I don't I I don't want to get into personal stuff because this she is the kind of she's the kind of vindictive person who will look me up and dox me. 
So sure, sure. I'm 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 trying to if, if I'm gonna bring her up, it has to be like valid mockery. Anyway, sorry, to just just to explain this clip again, we have two parties. Trudeau is the leader of the Liberals, Polyev, who I'm uh, you know, whatever. He's a UN puppet, just like all of them, but he's on the defund the CBC bandwagon. And so when CBC got their government funded tag, he tweeted out that that CBC is propaganda, which, you know, it's a, that's a that's a statement of opinion. Pretty sure you're allowed to have those. And Miss Gilmore here. Oh, yeah. Well, we, we'll, get, we'll get to, to, we'll to get show to Trudeau. the Trudeau yeah, clip is, next. Is, is beautiful. Hang on. Oops. Conservative leader Pierre Polyev just called CBC News, which is one of the biggest news outlets in Canada, propaganda, which is an outright one of them, lie. One of them, it's, it is literally the biggest. It's the largest media outlet in Canada because it has Radio Canada. And well, so they've got like eight channels. Yeah. 1.7 in funding. I mean, at 1.2, but somewhere between 1.2 and 1.7. We'll get to that. And he said it after Elon Musk labeled CBC News government-funded media, despite the fact that it's a crown corporation, arms like from government, and completely editorially independent. Oh, yeah. We have then cited Elon Musk's label as evidence that CBC is, quote, not news. And he fundraised off of it. Attacking the institutions that hold power to account just because you don't like them is insanely irresponsible. Without reliable news that has editorial standards like CBC, politicians go unchecked. That's bad for democracy. I'm honestly gobsmacked that any politician from any party would go this far. Though I suppose I shouldn't be surprised since Polyev released an entire press release about me just because I asked him questions he didn't like. What do you think of all this? Conservative leader Pierre Polyev just yeah, called... Right. Yeah, so intrepid journalism there, folks. <laughs> oh, yeah. The poor CBC, all they do is hold power to account. That's why they need their money. Well, again, it's... If this isn't if if the government's a good guys, but think about this, right? Uh, the Canadian government, no matter who's in charge, technically the system itself is a good guys. We're the, we're part of the good guys, right? Mm -hmm. uh, so social contract, social contract, good people, like you know, uh, above water. Uh, so what's the problem? And and look, it's not the government funding the CBC. It's the it's the population, it's the, it's the taxpayers yeah. funding the, t the CBC via the government the, the government is literally just a middleman here right this is this is going by their logic so if the government is a is a relatively neutral part party which would have to be because if, if the if the government is not neutral then the funding to the cbc or not funding to the cbc would would then be a would then be a bias right uh as, as you as you said before, if you have one party who wants to defund you and one party who wants to give you a lot of money, well, gee, what which party do you think you might be more friendly towards? But mm -hmm. let, let's just put that aside. Let's say you're dealing with a completely neutral government. Well, then what would what would we, what would be the problem of having government funding for 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 media? Shouldn't but it would be great, and it, and it works both ways because if the media was neutral, one side wouldn't want you defunded. So the fact that half, well, more than it. half of Canada hates you and wants you gone means you failed in your your obligation of being the publicly funded thing, which would be to not take a political stance and therefore deserve your funding. So uh, obviously um, Trudeau is very upset with the CBC getting called what it is and had to release his statement. This is the next clip. This is this is such good acting. It's it's, it's, it's good. 
it's worthy of a. I think he should get a gold, a Golden Globe with this. Him and Zelensky really should be getting awards for these things. I think it says a lot about the Conservative Party of Canada. They're, they're choosing. It's that pause. It's that. <laughs> I think it says a lot about oh, the Conservative so Party of Canada. So many things are said. <sighs> mean tweets. Mean tweets by by the leader of the opposition. I just. <sighs> constantly attack independent media organizations. Wait, pause. <laughs> independent media organizations. Does that word, Wait. is that, do you know in a dictionary, Jason? Can we, can we, should we book a knowledge of that? I need to, what does that word mean? Independent? independent? It would mean, it would mean, you know, completely. Uh, That's synonymous uh, for government funded, right? I, okay, I mean, I think, something here. well, hang on a second. Uh, 100% government funded would not be independent. 69% government funded. However, hey, hey, don't, 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 don't spoil the, the punchline here. I'm just uh, foreshadowing. Well, this no, is... oh, no, right. It's because they're editorially independent. They just get the right. money from the government and then they write whatever right. they want. Because yeah. editors couldn't be possibly bought out or corrupt. No, no they hate their job. No, yeah. they, well, no, they, but they love Canada. They hate their job, but they love Canada. Yeah, right. And okay. that's, and that's the, the ticker who are working hard to keep Canadians informed and support our democracy. CBC Radio Canada. CBC Radio Canada. Yeah, Trudeau. I can I can do I can go switch into francophone as, as well. Uh, serves right across the country. Delivers local news and local content in many regions of the country. The, I love yes, how he's acting like they're off the air. <laughs> the idea adding to that challenges and laying on by attacking this Canadian institution, attacking the culture and local content that is so important to so many Canadians, uh, really indicates. You know what? You're right. On the reserves, when they have no drinking water um, and living in like mold infested fucking shit government housing. I'm sure Radio Canada just pulls them through the day, you know, between mm-hmm. between well, one those... Noxima sandwich and like and 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 licking the fucking uh, gas crystals off of, of a pipeline. I'm sure it's just it's Radio Canada, Radio Canada that just like ah, oh, yeah. Without, where without, we <laughs> without reruns of Anna Green Gables, you you just can't make it through. Have you seen that tweet? I think day. you responded to that tweet. He's like, without CBC, we wouldn't have the Mercer Report and Kids in the Hall and all these other things. Yeah, yeah. You know, Hockey Night in Canada is like. Okay, tell you what, I would trade you all of those things, some of them which I actually truly enjoy. I'd trade you all of them for a, a news, a, a national news broadcaster who isn't going to the government fucking dick. That's right. I, in well, a second. I, no, but just the inherent, the inherent, like the fallacy in the statement without, okay, these things are so good, they have to be government funded. Right. Yeah, sorry, that doesn't connect. No, you know that, but these things are so good; it has to be government funded. But because, but because they're government funded, they're not being influenced by the government whatsoever. Mm-hmm. No, no, no propaganda infused there. Of course all. not. So I no think corruption. we can. I think we can kill this clip. So the next, this is a saga. I'm trying to get through, even though we're over time. <laughs> so after Trudeau lost his mind and cried like a baby, uh, what do we have here? So, so she gets on. Yeah. So this is uh, her explaining why CBC is not biased. On certain, hang on a second. I thought this was actually playing at two and a half speed. Oh, sorry, I saw this up. Um, 
it just is this is this is obnoxious one thing i keep thinking about when it comes to the government funded label on certain news organizations is on certain news organizations why why do people like elon musk and pierre polyev want this label at the top of every tweet from these news organizations yeah, even though true. has no bear she's she actually sounds like my ibs feels <laughs> Like it's literally enshrined in law that the government can't interfere editorially with the coverage. It literally text. says that. And CBC literally broke a massive story today that is literally. critical. Literally, literally, literally. Justin Trudeau. She wants to be taken seriously. She wants mm-hmm. to be taken as seriously as anyone else in this space. Like, don't treat oh, yeah. us seriously. You can you can shit talk us all you want in, in the comments on Rumble or wherever you want. Just send us your money, please. Uh, there's you can send us super chats on Rumble. We will read them out, or click on, uh, click on the top of the uh, YouTube comments and you can listen. We we dish it out. We got to be able to take it. And I I like to reply 100%. to her. I I I was one of my favorite followers. I think that she's going to be a, re- a recurring segment. There's just too much. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure it's on purpose because you can't be this bad without it being somewhat intentional. But it's still it's it's it's. See, I, I would I, I would have agreed with that a few years ago. I I think there's a degradation of not just quality, but ability. You know, it's, yeah. it's one thing to say that someone's capable of other things and their quality just sucks because they're playing to the to masses. I think there's certain that now we've gotten to a to a degradation point where you no, know, this is like you know when people say, Oh, they're not sending their best. No, no, that's that's their best. <laughs> no, they are sending their best. This is it. That's their top generals. Like it's, uh, it's no, it's, come on. They, they, she is unemployed, so there's that's a the world that's, is not completely crazy. We yeah, but I mean temporarily unemployed. Yeah, She's probably, I think I, I, something tells me she wants a job at the CBC. Do you think? Yeah. Okay. Luther pointed out is being shared by the same folks who celebrated CBC's new label yesterday. So back to the why. What are Musk and Polyev hoping this new label will tell the reader? I couldn't tell you, so let's ask the boys themselves. Polyev lied and said this is confirmation that CBC is government propaganda, and Musk is responding to tweets that imply Trudeau bought the media. So is it that they want you to know the truth about CBC every time it tweets, or do they want you to believe their truth? Only time will tell. One thing I can... Alternative facts, folks. Yeah. So, obviously... um... So CBC decided to uh, get in on the game and show how legitimate and forthcoming they are. And they tweeted some graphs about their financing to show that they're like, okay, they get most of their money from the government, but it's not all of their money. And so uh, I think Jordan Peterson tweeted this out. So sorry, you're going to have to, you're going to have to pay attention here. But if you look, at the graph on the right, that was the original for, one. For our for our audio listeners, there's two graphs: one one on the left and one on the right. So this is actually a really useful idea, a useful lesson, uh, which, by the way, I learned in first year journalism school way back when, uh, of how the media can use graphs, spe- specifically graphs, to um, let's say augment data. So, or like left, how to lie with statistics. No, exactly. Yeah. This is and this is this is a perfect case of it. So on the left. On the far left uh, uh, of the graph, this is from uh, this, this Pun is CBC, intended. This this is the original CBC data um, it's from 2018 to 2019 and 2017 to 2018. Okay, so they have uh, they have a the the vertical scale goes from zero million 
to 100 million, to 200 million, 300 million, 400 million, 500 million, 600 million, 700 million. And then it just jumps to 1,700 million. 1,700 million and, uh, and upwards, right? And these big giant gaps. So this is, and, and of course, the blue line is from revenue uh, and the purple line is from government funding. And they're saying, well, the government funding, look how small that little government funding is. It's actually smaller than the revenue line, right? That's, look, if, yeah. and if you're just yeah. casually looking at this and you're not really paying attention, you're just like, you know. Uh, you don't notice the missing billion which is you, you don't you don't see the, 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 the right. jump between 700 million to one point to literally yeah 1.7 billion yeah yeah i prefer 1700 um, million so jordan fixed it by actually showing the increments from zero million all the way up to 1.9 billion what 1.9 billion yeah um and showing yeah that's a fuck ton fuck ton of funding but what's even it's here's a, here's a great thing right and this is a a, a michael malice uh quote that i i always return to but it's like factual but not truthful because yeah. even in the cbc graph the they show you yeah. the, they show you the actual funding the government funding which is 1.2 uh 1.23 million it's 1 billion 1 billion 213 million uh dollars right uh, over a billion dollars in, in government funding but they and they and they don't really show you the the actual revenue number because they don't want you compare and contrast. That's interesting, right? Mm -hmm. It's how they lie without lying. But the best thing is this is what they released to show how trustworthy they are. Right. Like, no, 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 you can trust us. Look at this blatant um obfuscation. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you call us liars <laughs> when we're presenting you a lie? That's yeah, that's crazy that, talk. Come on terrible. now. So anyways, Elon got back involved again, which this just killed me because um, so based on that graph, they said, oh, no, no, we because I, be, I believe I, I don't I don't I, I remember reading this at some point. I'm not sure if this is exactly how it works, but he had said you need to be over 70 percent government funded to um, to qualify for the the moniker government funded media. So CBC had retaliated and said, we are not 70% government funded. It's less than that. So then <laughs> Elon went in to Twitter and changed their tag where it says how much government funded they are and changed it to 69% government funded. I'll just funded. read down, I'll just read down the, the tweet tweet log here. Okay, uh, Twitter Daily News says, News, the Canadian Broadcasting Corporation has halted its use of Twitter after being labeled government funded media. The public broadcaster says this label under undermines its credibility. Again, I don't understand why. I mean, look, if homosexuals aren't abusing children, then why are you worried about child molestation laws in Florida? And if CBC isn't is reporting fair and balanced news, then why do you care what Twitter calls you? Like they can call you a fucking rubber ducky. It doesn't matter because you're hey, you're fair and balanced and you're doing a good job, right? So what right. what does it matter? Um the then response uh, the the follow up to that is uh, the CBC's 2001 two, sorry 2021 to 2022 annual report revealed it re received almost 1.4 billion 70 percent of its funding from the federal government. And there's the end report there. Uh, continues the CBC argues that it's that it funds the other 30 percent on its own, so it should not have the label. CBC sent out a tweet saying, "Hi, Michael, we're." We are government funded, but that only covers a portion of our expenses. Advertising helps us cover cover costs across all platforms. 
so Elon Musk responds, just trying to be accurate, would they be okay if, if we said 70% government funded? And so he changed the label to, uh, instead of just government funded media, he's changed it to 70% government funded media. Right. It's <laughs> just hilarious. Uh, lovely. Well <laughs> said 69% from the benefit of the doubt. Good point. Generosity is always the right move. 69% it is. So he's now changed the CBC <laughs> update to 69% government funded media. It's just, just so that everyone's happy. Uh, I think that's what Pierre Polyvev says has said about that too, right? We're yeah, he just joked uh, something about now everyone's now everyone's happy. Okay, good. At least we're being forthcoming and honest. Yeah. And then <laughs> um, of course, CBC quit Twitter. Because that's what you do when people find out how much of your funding comes from them. We're just going to cover the, this headline. We won't go into the whole article because I don't think we need to uh, give them the time of day. If they're if they're just going to lie to us and tell yeah, us... Yeah, no, it's just the headline. So this is another, obviously, government-funded media in Canada. Toronto Star says CBC should, should, shouldn't just hit the pause button on Elon Musk's Twitter. That's the important part. Twitter, uh, CBC hasn't quit Twitter. They're just saying, we're not going to post anything on Twitter for now. Right? Mm -hmm. um, CBC shouldn't just pause it, hit pause on the Elon on Elon Musk's Twitter. It should quit, and so should other media. Musk isn't running his social media company into the ground. He's, a lead, he's leading a doomsday cult hostile to all institutions. Of course, they're saying this on Twitter. Right? Other, other media platforms should quit Twitter. Well, why don't you quit Twitter, Toronto Star? Like, no one gives a shit what you have to say. Doomsday call. Oh, democracy. Oh, yeah. Please exit stage left anytime you want, guys. So yeah, that's the that is the the Canadian drama, Jason. I just sent you our closing clip in the private chat because Canadian media sucking balls and throwing fits is not the only story of the day. We go back to our favorite journalist, Miss Rachel Gilmore, for breaking news on another upstanding quality journalism outlet oh, no. known as the Feed of Buzz. Oh, right. So. We, I, I, I wanted to actually mention this before we got to the media stuff, but okay. Buzz. Let's big screen this. Oh, Rachel. Take it away, Rachel. BuzzFeed News has been completely shut down, despite winning a Pulitzer Prize for its reporting in 2021 and employing... It is a happy anniversary. Cheers, Mark. <laughs> Cheers. Hot takes and cold beers, folks. Did you know BuzzFeed was Pulitzer Prize winning BuzzFeed? Oh, no. Was yeah. it really? The Peace Prize? Or... We know how, we, we know how, how valuable that is, right? You could be a war criminal and get the war, get the peace prize. Come on, journalists in the business. Here's why this is bad. First off, while CEO Jonah Peretti says he is axing the entirety of BuzzFeed's news division, he said he is focusing on HuffPost and on packaging work more effectively for advertisers. Something he said will involve creators, AI, and cultural moments. Oh please, let the AI just take over this shit. Like I just want. Really? Can, we, can Post, we do that? This could be AI news. Just let it. Just let it be AI. Uh, I don't care. I'm just still not going to read it, so uh, it's fine. Whatever that means. 
To me, this reads like the platform places more value on the profitability of content rather than investing in factual and important news stories. And until executives start prioritizing news as the essential public service it is, as Kat said, real journalists will keep losing their jobs. And grifters with an internet connection and a microphone will keep rising up to fill the void. I really yeah. what that means for all of us. Has been <laughs> okay, perfect. Thank you, Rachel. That is the plan. I don't think she means us, but you know, grifters with an internet connection and a microphone that's going to be my epitaph. <laughs> Just waiting uh, on the grift. Just waiting on the grift. You can send us money. Let's be grifters. Let us be successful grifters. We are successful content providers. Let us be successful grifters by sending us your money. Or, you know, well, you know, here's the thing. Send us your money, and we'll actually give. I'll, I'll give Rachel some money. I'll find out where she <laughs> we, is. We will keep her employed. So oh, hundred percent employed. It'll be Rachel, a symbiotic relationship. In, in in case Rachel's seeing this and is upset, uh, I'm sorry if you're upset. Um, don't worry, Rachel. Send us your send us where, where can we send your your Patreon, your Substack? <laughs> we'll where subscribe. is it? <laughs> I will subscribe YouTube to you. Channel now, so. 50 bucks a year, whatever it is. I she has a YouTube. Great. I'll become a member. I'll join it. I don't care. Um, uh, you know, just so you understand that while we can be obnoxious and we're grifters with a microphone, um, you know, hey, we uh we're all in this grift together, folks. Like that's that's really what it comes down to. Uh, you know, that's obviously why we started this whole thing. And uh <laughs> why all right, you know. we, we're pushing it too far. Um, Jason, I am not just dancing in my chair because of my ADD. We, let's 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 play ourselves out here. It's been this oh, right. the longest I can go without a break. Hard to tell sometimes the really just stupider think we are. It's both. I think I'm 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 firmly on the side of uh, they're stupid and they think we're stupid. So I hope it's going to be a long two weeks without us, but right. Looking forward to the return. In case people weren't here for the for the start of the show, uh, we're going away for two weeks. Mark's going on vacation. I'll be around. I'll be doing some shows. Check out the Twitter. Uh, you can always join me over at uh, Two Bit Cut Podcast uh, on Twitter for updates. And when we get back, May twelfth, circling your calendar, Trump, friend or fed, with. An all-star cast. We're going to have Pete Canonas coming back, LB Munez, Thomas 77, and Ryan freaking Dawson on the show to talk about all things Trump and wherever the conversation should take us. It's it's going to be a thing. <laughs> It'll be good. Until then, thank folks, you. We love you. Thank you, Mike. Thank you, Mike. Thank you, Spud. Uh, thank you even to that asshole over on Rumble. Uh, I went and looked, and I didn't. I, could, I didn't see any comments. You're gonna have to fill oh, me in after. I muted. I muted him. So. Ah, oh, damn it! Yeah. Oh, I wanted uh, to see the hate. I never get any hate. Come on, people. I want to feel yeah, the, he, the fire. You know what? It wasn't even. It wasn't even clever hate. That's why. That's why I, I muted him. It's if it was actually things Thank like, you, oh, you know, that was that's that's actually you know, uh, you know, biting. You know, that's smart. <laughs> yeah, be clever at least. Yeah. All right, all right. I got to get the hell out of here. Okay, love you guys. Yep. See you soon. Bye, guys.